This is Forge Daily with Mackenzie Barwell on the Forge Audio Network. Forge fans, welcome back. We've got one more episode of Forge Daily this week before Max Access tomorrow with Kyle Becker. Today's September 28th, 2023. I'm your host, Mackenzie Barwell, here to give you all things Forge FC. In today's episode, we will talk Forge versus Halifax this weekend. Take a listen in to the CPL newsroom and then check in with Chris Colongo and Wubens Passius post-practice. So let's get right into it, beginning with this weekend's matchup. As I mentioned in Tuesday's episode, Halifax's home record is very good. It's the second best in the league. Of their 36 points, 25 of them have been collected at home with eight wins or losses and a draw. Their overall record, though, is relatively even across the board. Nine wins, nine draws, and eight losses. They've got a stadium that fills up pretty quickly, and I think I've said it before on this podcast, but the average amount of Forge fans at Tim Hortons Field would overflow this venue. And Moops and I talked about this a little later on, but I just think it's funny how that can really change the energy of a stadium. That said, I should mention that the club has actually pitched building a permanent stadium So it'll be interesting to see in the coming months whether or not um, this happens. I think it would be really, really cool for the expansion of the league because clearly there is some interest in Canadian soccer over in downtown Halifax. Forge, as we know, currently second with 42 points, and they'll want to stay there because Pacific is inching closer and closer and could potentially take over this weekend if Forge don't walk away with three points here. Looking at this season's record between the two teams, Forge has yet to beat Halifax with two draws and a loss. But that said, they've been more dominant overall, having just lost to them three times in all of their matchups. All right, let's shift gears. I wanted to include something from the CPL newsroom with Christian Jack and Mitch Tierney. They talked about Forge's tendency to kick it into high gear when playoffs come around. The win from Forge, I think, really showed that this team knows and, and steps up in big games. We've been waiting for them to get into another gear, Mitch. You know, ultimately, th- they knew they weren't going to win the league. Calvary had secured it by the fact that Forge were going to win it, but there's still so much on the line. Charlie and I spoke afterwards in our reaction. You can watch it on social media about just how much tension was on the sidelines and Bobby Smidiot just saying how much it meant for his team to win that game. Um, it was clearly a team for me that knew the value of securing second place uh, over what would be a third place game in terms of getting into that knockout rounds right away. Did you see that? And the, the, again, this playoff format made a big difference in the intensity. Yeah, and and I think that's a really good point on on Bobby and you know the fact that he didn't shy away anytime he was asked from laying out the importance of this match for his club. And you know, as someone who uh, writes previews on a weekly basis and tries to get Bobby to hype up matches whenever I can. That's pretty rare. And, and so when he does, you you take notice of it. And uh, I'd assume his team, and it looked like it, they took notice of it as well. And, and they really stepped up in this match. And, you know, uh, an excellent performance from them. I, I thought having Pasias and Campbell on the field at the same time playing as number nines was was a stroke of genius with what Batty Banga can do in behind them. And, yeah, just... As we said, top two is so big. Uh, it's such a big difference between two and three in terms of their ultimate goal, which is to to qualify for that CONCACAF Champions Cup. But, you know, if they can finish second and now they look the favorites to do so, they're going to play a playoff match against Calvary, which they will feel heavily favored for considering the past and feel really good about going into that one. And if they can do that, they'll host, you know, only their second ever final in terms of, you know, hosting it. So that's a, 
a big deal for them as well. So yeah, I think that it's it was obviously a massive match, and and as they always do, they played like. So this is something that I would actually inquire about with both Wubens and Chris. So let's get into my conversations, starting with Chris, because I wanted to ask him what it was like being called upon in such a big moment against Pacific. Obviously, 60th minute comes around, G gets hurt, and it was crucial that Chris stepped up and held them off. So I asked how he stayed prepared in moments like this and throughout the season, knowing that he could be called upon at any time. Uh, I just feel like it's more having a confidence knowing that I train hard every day, I do my things, and that even though it's a random moment to go in in a very like high pressure situation, like trusting that I've done everything I can and being confident on the field. I train as hard as possible, mm-hmm. get my reps in. At the end of the day, situations like that, I'm very, as much as it's I'm hoping for G and stuff, it's good for me to get on the field. Yeah, yeah. And no, I'm happy to be able to have a, a decent game, mm-hmm. decent performance to close out the victory. In, in listening to some other CPL podcasts, I've heard this narrative that Forge have a tendency to kind of kick it into high gear when the playoffs start. Do you feel that urgency change? I think this club has been in a lot of big games, and I think that uh, when it comes down to it, like uh, the guys here just live for those moments. And mm-hmm. so that game like Pacific and the playoffs coming up are just, those are the type of games we live for. That second place is everything. Mm-hmm. Even if you played a team like Halifax at home, that's it's a place to go. Yeah, yeah. Know. If we have playing at home, I think we're definitely better here. Got our nice and big field. The fans? Um, the fans, of course. The cheers, dude. Exactly. Those are catchy. Simply just need three points in Halifax. Three points in Halifax. Three points in Ottawa would be good too. But mm-hmm. I think this Halifax game is really important for mm-hmm. us. And everyone's switched on and ready to go. What does a... What does an away trip look like in Halifax? Are you going to ride any scooters in downtown? Is there I, any? Is I, there... Uh, scooters, I think I'm done with. I don't think I'm going near a scooter anytime soon. <laughs> You're Maybe done on the off-season. Maybe on the off-season. <laughs> it's kind of difficult to explain, but I feel like every time that um, Forge had to play big games with a lot, like with a big meanings, mm-hmm. if I can say that, yeah. they always showed up. Uh, since I'm here, either it was uh, during uh, CONCACAF League, Champions League, uh, Canadian Championship or even during the playoffs we always showed up so I think it's kind of true that when the playoff come we, we are really like focused. you're already there almost yeah. mentally because like you said these these last couple regular season games may as well be treated as a playoff game exactly especially this year with the the way that um, the, sk- the the standings are and the, the importance of the second place mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to to, to possibly hold like a, a home game yeah. during the playoff it's really important so of course it's a, it's it's already playoffs game it's actually insane how much this playoff format changes yeah yeah I, I, at first i thought it was weird yeah but uh, now that i understand the the way it is i think it's, it's me too nice. at first i was kind of like what is going yeah, on yeah. but looking at previous formats like last year mm-hmm. um it would have just been a race to be taught for. Exactly. But now, like you said, there's such a difference. Mm-hmm. There's such a weight difference in terms of the second versus third position. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, Chris said the same thing in the sense that you guys have always stepped up in big games like this. So yeah, it's no- nice. nothing new, I guess. Yeah. Okay, obviously Calvary have clinched that regular season title already, but it's super important that you guys hold on to this second place, finishing it out. So what do you think has to happen against Halifax and, and Ottawa to close it out? Well, I think uh, we played a big game, uh, last game against Pacific. 
uh, energy was good. Mm -hmm. uh, we were good tactically, technically. We were good defensively, offensively. So uh, I think we should just keep going uh, on that that way and trying to uh, do our best again um, this Saturday against Halifax. Yeah. You know that uh, they have a good team and it's difficult to win uh, in Halifax. But uh, again, like I said, if we play like we did last weekend, I think we, we have a good Continue chance. Continue the form. Yeah, exactly. What um what makes it so hard to play in Halifax? Because they have such a good home record. Like, What is it about yeah. that stadium? Well, first of all, it's on grass. So I think uh, their grass is good. I don't think their grass is bad or whatever. But, you know, we're used to play on, on, on turf. So uh, maybe a little bit of adaptation. Yep. And also, um, they have a good crowd. They have actually a good crowd. They always uh, big average, turnout. average, I think, 6,000 fans mm -hmm. per game. So uh, they, they have a big crowd. So uh, it's a bit difficult, but it, it's nice. I think it's also kind of a, a perspective thing because, you know, on the average home game, you guys also have 6,000 fans, true. but Tim Hortons Field is huge. That's the thing. So it doesn't feel as exactly. packed almost. Exactly. So, so like you said, it's, it's more the fact that their stadium is, is smaller. Small. Yeah. And then yeah. since everyone is there... It, Make it look a yeah, bit bigger. Yeah, it feels you know? overwhelming. So, but no, shout out to the Forge fans. <laughs> the Forge fans, shout out. Again, and uh, they, they cheer for yeah, us. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay, last question purely out of curiosity, because I feel like I've been to enough of your practice now to know the the way that it's set up and how it's divided into the, the passing, the small-sided games, finishing on the average day. Mm -hmm. What part are you most looking forward to? Yeah, finishing is always going to be the one that I prefer because I'm a striker. And, yeah, you know, yeah. It's nice to... To score a couple of goals, but I also like um, to play so the like small sided mm -hmm, games mm -hmm. and uh, like the position when we do like position games. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, for sure, finishing and, okay. and, and PKs at the end of training. All right, that will wrap up my post practice interviews and today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, you can stream Saturday's match on One Soccer. And don't forget, tune into a Max Access tomorrow. This has been Forge Daily with Mackenzie Barwell. If you like what you heard, please like, follow, subscribe, comment, and share. I feel like I'm just interviewing you now just to get you on the Forge Audio Network. I'm actually doing this for you because, oh. you know, I want you to score. Okay, okay. And, like, I want to keep the, you know, tradition going from the past three weeks. It's worked pretty well, so... Actually, yeah, it's actually very nice, and I, I wish <laughs> I wish we would have started that before <laughs> since we get this season. I know, I know. I just didn't know the power that the Forge Audio Network held that early on. I actually didn't know it until it, recently. It's crazy. Though. What's it's going on? It's actually working.